Daily Dribble. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. Lee here, and Roy here also. The Daily Dribble team, once again, back fit and firing on the 29th of January for an absolutely action-packed episode. Sure. We are stoked to be here today. A lot a lot in store, is there not, Roy? There is. As, as we, Our listeners won't know until next week, but we've invested in ourselves throughout the week. We've, in, we've acquired some really top-quality equipment for the coming weeks going forward. So Soundboard on the way, new mics on the way, potentially new podcasting hosting platform on the way. Yeah, sure. We're doing a lot of behind-the-scenes work, guys, so we appreciate you sticking with us. Even today, we've, we've just transitioned to Lee to, as opposed to doing the video recording off Zoom as we normally do, we've just got the video camera here yep. today. So no lag whatsoever, so it'll, it'll be what a What a difference that makes. Like it, oh. There's nothing worse than watching a video. It's, it's just so triggering. So mm. we're... We're super stoked. For any of our YouTube listeners out there, I hope you guys are uh, having a, a far better time than you have the yeah. last week or two, but yes. we certainly have a lot to look forward to in the coming week. Yeah. Um, guys, just quickly, as I said, big episode in store. We're going to do a daily dribble international draft. We're going to each comprise a team of six, mm-hmm. um, just consisting purely of international players. Uh, we'll get shortly to the rules and stipulations and the order mm-hmm. and things of the kind yes. with that momentarily. As well, we'll run through some odds and ends from throughout the week and discuss the week that was from the NBA, some of the key talking points from matches during the week. Before we get into it, though, guys, a couple of quick housekeeping points. Continue to hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to the show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if you're a what you know, Google Podcasts, listen, any, all of the platforms, we're on them. Hit that subscribe button as well as staying up to date with our socials, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We certainly appreciate you guys sticking with us. Yep. Um, now we've done some behind-the-scenes work, ironed out some, I guess, audio and video issues. We'll yep. be able to continue pumping out that content, so you don't want to miss out on that. You don't. But before another, we... another thing you don't want to miss out on. Oh, here we go. What a segue. <laughs> what a segue. Our main man, our new sponsor's Manscaped. Take it away, big guy. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when you're growing up, Hair starts to appear in places that it previously didn't appear before. It It does. does. We're talking about the nose. We're talking about the ears. We're talking about places which you'd rather not see. But more specifically, the nose and the ears in this case. (laughs) You do do not want... I'm I'm 100% assuring you, you do not want hair bulging out of your nostrils and your ears. It's not a great look. It's hard to keep eye contact with someone when you can see them bulging out. Mm -hmm. Now... We've got a resolution to this. Oh, yes. The Manscaped Weed Whacker. Deary me, I tell you what, this does absolute wonders for your nostrils, keeping it smooth as a baby's bottom, and the ears as well. You know, you want those clean as anything at all times. Um, This is an absolute lifesaver. Now, this one will set you back $59.99, but for Daily Dribble listeners... Daily Dribble listeners, twenty percent off. It brings uh, it to forty-eight with free shipping. It's not only it's not only twenty percent off. You get free shipping. Now too. you want to put in the code Dribble twenty when you're yeah. at checkout for this bad boy. You you'll thank us later, dearie me. This is one of the best uh, sort of pieces of equipment for the for the nose and the ears. Um, and unfortunately, and, I guess the results speak for themselves. If if people could see up your nostrils right now, I'm oh. just having a quick peek. And they are just spotless, crystal clear. But um, oh, it is one of the one of the best pieces of equipment if you want 
to stop that aging mm. process because I tell you what, I, I think when I look at people with, you know, heaps of hair up their nose, I think they're, you know, not taking care of themselves as well as they could be. And we but pride ourselves on that here. We do. Yeah. But to be fair to some people, it's not as easily accessible to cut those, you know, nose hairs and the ear mm. hairs. Um, but this, this product makes it so easy. And the other thing is, um, it's got skin safe technology. Yeah. So what that means is, when you're cutting these hairs up your nose and in your ears, there's not, not going to be any nicks yeah. or um, there's not going to be any damage to the inside of your nose, which is the last thing we want. It's super Absolutely. safe, um, super efficient. You'll get it done in no time. And um, yeah, just an all-round great product. Manscaped. Guys, if you want to look as fresh as we do, use that code just below. Input it at manscaped.com, dribble20, and you can look as fresh and as fit as us. Oh, dearie, mate. One of the best products. Boom. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get into it, guys. Odds and ends. Big week on the basketball front. I might kickstart us with the news that took place earlier in the week, and it was the hard foul on Alex Caruso from none other than Grayson Allen. Oh, now, I've never man. been high on Grayson Allen, and now I think everyone's hopping on my train. Well, he went down. He put in a hard, hard foul on Caruso midair. It's resulted in Alex Caruso, after just coming back, I think he only played two games, yeah. he's going to be out to six to eight weeks with a, a wrist fracture. Um, oh. Now, it was just a really horrible play for anyone. But mm. given Grayson Allen's history, is notoriously, you know... It's he, not a first-time He's not a first-time offender. He, he got a one-game suspension, um, but he also mm. found his way number one on, I think, a lot of people's shit list. Yeah, he did. Um, you know, that's uh, that was a really hard foul, and the fact is... Even after the play, there was no kind of sense of remorse. No, um, no. There was I saw a smirk There was smiling him. and things of the kind going on with him over at the bench. He has since said it was a joke that someone told him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Sure it was, great. Nevertheless, so Caruso out for six to eight weeks after just coming back. That's a big mm. blow to the Bulls. Yeah. Look, it's not the player you want to do it to if you don't want to become the new NBA villain. Grayson oh. Allen is... 100% going to be the new NBA villain going And, and not in a Trey Young good villain way. No. In a shit villain Like way. Caruso, as like us, the people's champion, you know, he is, he's really almost become a talisman for the league over the last year or two, the, the ultimate underdog to a certain yeah. extent. Doesn't look like a natural baller, but, um, you know, people just love him and kind of having Alan put him on the sideline for six to eight weeks isn't going to endear him to anyone. There's two guys you don't want to mess with if you want to stay in the NBA community's good books. Alex Caruso and Matty Dellavedova. Yeah. I think it's yep. fair to say, but he's um, he's in a lot of trouble, that guy. I was thinking, is one game yes. suspension enough for him? And I was like, look, it's probably not, but the absolute backlash he's received and the fact that he's probably going to be known now for the rest of his career as just a dirty just player. a dirty dog player. It's <laughs> it's not a good look and I'm actually pretty happy how how he has received that backlash. I think one game was probably generous. Um you know, they had to make they had to do something. Yeah. They had to give a suspension somewhere. Um, I think it resulted in him losing that one game twenty six grand due to match payment. Yeah. Um, but you know, certainly hope for a speedy recovery for Caruso. Mm-hmm. He had so much, he brings so much intensity and hustle on that defensive end for that Bulls team. So having him go down, um, I know our main man Apex would have been pretty devastated by that. Our yes. probably our number one Bulls fan at the Daily Dribble, but yep. um, yeah, certainly hope to see him back on the court soon. Mm-hmm. I'll go, and we've we've had the um, the old NBA All Star starters announced. Yep. Um, now I'll start with the West. So in the guard positions, we've got Trey Young, Demar Derozan, very well deserving. In the uh, forward position, we've got. 
Giannis Antetokounmpo and Kevin Durant. And in the mm-hmm. center position, we've got uh, Joel Embiid, which I think is very deserving for the East. Mm-hmm. Let's move it over to the to the West. Okay, so in the guard position, we've got Steph Curry, Ja Morant, deserving. I'll put our center in there. We've got Nikola Jokic. Forwards, we've got LeBron. We're building up to something, I feel like. And we've got... Andrew Wiggins. Yes. Now, what a pointed debate this has been for NBA circles over Mm -hmm. the last 24 to 48 hours. Mm -hmm. Where do you guys sit on this one? I know we put up a post on our socials a couple of hours, was it last night, the day before? Um, But where do you guys sit on the Andrew Wiggins situation? I guess my initial reaction, my reaction now is surprised because I I was looking at the votes and I was like, yeah, can I... Canada's getting behind him. Mm. Golden State's getting behind him. But when the... They're just fan votes, and that's just mm-hmm. 50%. When the other 50% come in, I think he'll be lucky to make the bench. Yeah, He's absolutely. made the starters. I'm overall surprised. They would have got the same outcome if Draymond Green, who would have been more deserving, yeah. got in there. Like, Golden State, like, I just... It, I'm surprised. But I'm happy for him. In saying that, I am happy for him. It's one of those strange ones, isn't it? Because it's not like he's an absolute meme player who doesn't deserve any credit whatsoever because he's had a fairly solid season. Mm. Now, does he deserve an all-star starter spot? No, he doesn't. Does he deserve a bench spot in the West? It's You could argue and say, no, he doesn't either. Um, But, um, yeah, you know, it, it does come down to partly the fans' vote. Um, and in this it's just case, funny when you see that list of players, isn't it? Who were selected as starters? Well, you know, there's a glaring, a glaring, uh, you know, inclusion within that. It's the black sheet, isn't it? Like sheet. when you're looking through all those superstar players who have played at a high level for a really long time, um, and then you see him. I don't know. It's a, it's a strange one, but I guess when you're taking into account the fans' vote as well. Um, you, you're likely to have some of these just, sort of Just quickly, what do you reckon the bookies would be putting on Andrew Wiggins to be the last selected player for the starters? I reckon if you can go below a dollar. Oh, um, he, he, would be, he would be a short-priced favourite there. I thought so. Um, just on that All-Star weekend, there's also been a bit of a change in format to the Rising mm. Stars game. Yep, it's on. now going to consist of four teams um, in a round-robin tournament featuring uh, rookies, sophomores, and a couple of G League Ignite players. Really? I didn't hear that. Which really excites me. You didn't read our post, like? I, I didn't hear about the G League bit. You no, didn't I read our out. post, oh, mate? I missed out on that bit. Come read the fine side. print. The fine print, mate. Come on. <laughs> but you know what really excites me about this the potential to hopefully see Josh Giddy oh. and Dyson Daniels together. Oh, double D. Look out, this is exciting. That's a change in format. So, um, 28 players it's going to be so 12 rookies, 12 sophomores, and four G League Ignite players. Yep. Um, and with the semi finals and the final, there's going to be a target score. So for the semi-finals, the target score is 50. Okay. Um, yep. And for the final, 25. So it's that elementing that we've seen for the normal All-Star game over the last couple of years. And I know we were we're creatures of habit, humans in general. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, yep. I know, I think it was, it might have been the first year when they had that elementing and we were up in Queensland watching yep. it and we were just, oh, this is awesome. Yep. The, the intensity that it brought, um, you know, normally the All-Star game can be a bit of a, a kind of a Mickey Mouse event, yeah. But that brought so much intensity to it. So I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how this format plays out for the Rising Stars. And it's smart too from the yeah. NBA because it um, brings up more anticipation for the draft. You know, yep. you might not know some of these G League players. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't sometimes, but 
Or do these players, do they go into the draft or no? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Well, they... they but the G League to... Ignite players will be. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, just a couple of quick little injuries here from myself. Tim Hardway for the Mavs. He suffered a fracture in his left foot, his fifth metatarsal. Um, he will be out. There's no determined date on this, but out for an extended time. Okay. Yep. Uh, had a bit of a down season Tim this year, so so much so that he was out of the rotation for a, for a little while. Out of the rotation, he, he started in my fantasy team. He quickly got moved on, but yes. again, a, a blow for the Mavs. They're kind of lacking um, a little bit of scoring in areas. We've seen Brunson take an uptick in that, but still, it is a big blow. He's, he's shown flashes that he's capable of being not a superstar player, but maybe a star player, a solid supporting, player solid supporting player, yeah. absolutely. Um, also for the Blazers, Nasir Little will miss miss the rest of the season mm. with a left shoulder mm. labral tear. So again, he's had an improved season, yeah, and that kind of just almost sums up the Blazers' year, doesn't it? Yeah. They are in all sorts, in but still sorts. hanging on to tenth spot. Unbelievable. For how long? <laughs> well, the, the question. The Pelicans, after we'd written them off, they were, what were they, 1-12 and 12 to start the season. Yeah, horrendous. I think they've, since then, if I saw correctly, they've gone just about 500. Mm. So, you right. know, they're, they're hanging around there. And if Zion comes back, they're probably not a 10th seed that you would want to yeah. face. Will Zion come back? What is, what's your gut feel on that? I reckon if they're, I reckon if they make it, if they're in a playing spot, yep. he will. If they're in and around the pitch, yep, yeah, I think okay. he will, and I think haven't even got a timetable though. Like it's too hard. To gets tell. bums on seats. Gets Does. you know if they can somehow eke out a couple of wins and make the playoffs, you, you want to get reps into him. He's still the face of the franchise. Um, you know, you just I, don't want to bring him back too early if you're. And, the, if and you're that's the risk because you bring him back too early, he suffers another injury that could be career altering. And it, Imagine already, what a letdown that would be. Oh, I'd be absolutely sick. The, the build towards him oh, was sad. just on that level of LeBron and things of the kind. Like, I mean, that's pretty much exactly what happened to not not to the level of LeBron, but um, when Clay got injured again, he like yeah. came straight back. He got injured in practice. Yeah, we were all devastated. That happened to Zion um, as well. Now, God, I couldn't imagine how the NBA community would feel. Well, there you go, lads. Also, speaking of high caliber players, this is. As of January 24th, okay. the yep. latest MVP rankings have come out. Give it to us. Now, let me run through the top 10 here. So, I think this has since changed in the last day or two. But as of the 24th, we had Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, KD, Chris Paul up to fifth. Oh, wow. Steph Curry sixth, followed by DeMar DeRozan, Ja Morant, Luka Doncic, and LeBron James. How's that for a star-studded top 10? Mm, that's Jesus. CP sneaking into that yeah. top five. He, <laughs> I don't mind he's that. Being, he must have been going under the radar. He, he had a massive triple-double today in their win. Um, I Forgive me, that was over the Wolves. Yep. Yes. Um, yep. He's really, I think, starting to generate some buzz, and it's partly for the phenomenal things he's doing. Now, uh, this team is so fun to watch <laughs> because know. it's almost for the first three quarters, Devin Booker runs the show. Yes. And Chris Paul comes in. I saw an analogy like baseball. He comes in in the ninth innings and just swings it home. Like, he does. You know, that's Babe Ruth out of the park. He's just been a stone-cold killer and really guides him to victory. Mm. He's one of those guys who, and there's only a handful in the league, but there's he's one of those guys who takes over in the fourth quarter and can actually will your team to victory. What do you th- he's incredibly clutch, CP. He always has been. They're sitting at 39-9 and nine at the minute on a nine-game win streak. Mm, They've yeah. not reached double-digit losses yet. Mm. As I said, massive triple triple double today, leading the league in assists. Yep. If they finish, let's say, with a 
65 win season. Right. Is he generating MVP talk? He's not. And it's unfortunate because... You I, don't think so? You're, you're just dismissing that bang. Go I'm, on. I'm dismissing it like Cop that. that CP. I, I'm sorry, CP3, but unless... <laughs> Nikola Jokic, Giannis, um, and then Bede all get injured simultaneously for the rest of the season. He's not winning it, and that's just a it's just a fact. I know. I'd love to see CP3. Do you take into account say the Nuggets are battling around the sixth? Yeah. I think I think the Bucks are down to sixth. They might have won today, mm-hmm. crept up a little, and likewise with the Sixers. But if they finish the number one seed, they win by a country mile. Mm-hmm. As I said, sixty-five wins. That's in a pretty elite group, and he's he's orchestrating, led the league in assists. It's like. You know, a former mm. son MVP winner, Steve Nash, very reminiscent mm-hmm. of that. Mm. He'd have to play amazingly for the for the rest of the season, which I don't doubt he'll do. But um, I, I know um, where your team finishes at the end of the regular season plays a you know a, a fair, big part. fair big part in the MVP race. But I think these other players just have it out for him. Bro, just missing it that quickly. I think he'll certainly be in contention. The thing that will hurt him, and the reason which I don't think he's likely to win it, even if they have a great record, is. It often does come down to the fact that if you have supporting players on your team, for example, they have Devin Booker who's, mm-hmm. you know, playing very admirably this year. I think that's likely to take some of the MVP talk away from CP3, whereas we look at some of these other players and particularly Nikola Jokic and you even look at Embiid, um, they're, yep. they're sort of the main obvious mm-hmm. glaring guys on their team who will their team to victory. Now, so that does, kind of neutralises the fact they're number one a little bit? Yeah, I think okay. so. In saying that, I mean, we look at Giannis, for example. He's won it in the past, and he's had Chris Middleton. Um, mm-hmm. Was Drew Holiday know, on the team might of the been. MVP yeah. year? But he's had players around him, so it's not ruling it out, but it probably makes it a little bit more difficult when you've got those other guys around you. Right, quick question. Then last point on that. Yep. Out of those 10 players I just mentioned, who's got the best narrative? Because we know a big part of the MVP race is narrative. It is. I don't um, go to say... Joel Embiid, um, I would, just because he's pretty much, um, aside from Tobias Harris, done it all on himself this year. He was leading it last year until he went down with injury. Jeez, I'll tell you what, narrative. Jamarant, if he was to win oh, it, he's up to he's at eighth at the moment. Goodness me, like no one knew, no one even envisaged the Memphis Grizzlies to play as well as they most did improved year. player, most improved could be MVP. MVP. <laughs> oh, yeah, like I'm not ruling it out. I just, I'm just not. He's been incredible, and I think the narrative of a guy, an underdog. Coming from the coming from absolute nowhere to win the MVP, that would be an incredible story. Might be recency bias because we've just spoken about it. I'm going to say Chris Paul. Yep. Yeah, just yeah, because, yeah. you know, he's gone his yeah. whole career, never won a finals, never been an MVP. You know, he's really, he's kind of almost reinvented himself mm-hmm. um, to a certain extent, molding to each situation and just taking winning culture wherever he goes. He has got this team absolutely humming. You know, for as many times we saw Devin Booker go for 50 the other night. Yeah. But he is, he is still at 36, is he? He must be. 36 or whatever the case may be, the focal point of that team, yeah. the way he plays with such composure, he is the most clutch player in the league at the minute in terms of his ability to ice a game mm. um, in that last five minutes when it's you know down to the wire. In terms of longevity, is Chris Paul one of the best players to ever yeah, play the game? Yeah, I don't think he's had a bad season. Yeah. To be perfectly Absolutely. honest, he's, he's been incredible for so long. And, and he's getting better. He's like LeBron, almost yes. getting better with age. So yes. I'll say Chris Paul, I think I love that. this MVP race, as I said, all 10 of those players, phenomenal in their own right. It's mm. going to be a hell of a battle in the second half of the season. Oh, mm-hmm. Very keen. Guys, is that all from NBA odds yep. and ends? Mm-hmm. Excellent. I'm going to rip into some real quick NBL points here. Now, 
We saw the Jack Jumpers during the week. They went down to the South East Melbourne Phoenix, 76 to 63. Yep. Kind of continued on a bit of a trend that we've started to notice fading out mm. in the second half. Mm. Um, but they bounced back last night in tremendous fashion, beating Adelaide 76 to 71. Mm-hmm. Josh Adams, after what's been probably a pretty underwhelming season from both him and, and Josh Majette there, he put up 24 points, four rebounds, five assists, and really kind of played with that intensity that we've we've seen in flashes. Yeah. Um, and it was just awesome that what it meant. Did you guys see the video of our, of our mate Scott Ross God, at the end of the game? He was going rounded. off his rocket. If you see a coach with more intensity and passion for winning <laughs> a game in the middle of middle of the season, like let me know because he was going off his yeah. rocket. Uh, I think particular, obviously, particularly Tasmanians, but I think the whole NBL community and the whole Australian basketball community love to see that. You yeah. love to see someone who has invested. Where's his so heart much. and his sleeve? Yeah, mm. to, to come out and show that he cares that much about it. It's not just like a paid gig I'll, I'll coach yeah, exactly. a year or two and then head off. He's He looks like he's fully invested in the in the Jack Jumpers, mm. and I'm so glad he's our coach because love you want a coach who truly cares. You don't Absolutely. want one there for the paycheck. So yeah. Makes um, a hell of a difference. It oh, really, it really yeah. does. Awesome to see. With that, when they jump up to eight, that three and six on the season, so... Hopefully this can be a bit of a catalyst for building some momentum now in that second half of the season. Yep. Melbourne United, though, on an eight-game win streak, mm. they just continue to roll along, and that top four now is really starting to separate itself. That kind of yep. gulf in talent is starting to show. So the, the United lead, Perth in behind them, followed by the Phoenix there, and then the Illawarra Hawks, mm-hmm. and they're just you know all such solid, solid teams. If that's the final four going into the playoffs... It's going to be an absolute treat. The caliber of players, you know, you look at, as we said, United, Goulding, you look at Delhi, you yep. go to Perth, Cotton, Vic Law, go down to the Phoenix, you got Mitch Creek leading the way, Illawarra Hawks, Justinian, Jess up, Tyler Harvey. Yep. Across the board, those four teams, you know, I'd, you wouldn't like to pick a winner. Mm. So it's I awesome think, to see. I think we've said it, you know, in previous weeks, but just in terms of top-end talent in the NBL at the moment, I think it's probably as good as we've seen it. Absolutely. Particularly in some time. Absolutely. We've got plenty of NBA-quality guys in the NBL, and it's such yeah. good. It's such a good product to watch. The standard's continuing to elevate. So, guys, yeah. as we say, broken record, but check out the NBL. If you've got a bit it. of downtime, you need some basketball action, the NBA's not on. Check it out. You will not regret it. I need to say something. I know we miss Delhi uh, being in the NBA, but you must Italy. love to see him get just game time and minutes and actually, actually lead a team in the NBA. I know I sure do. That's a great point, actually, because, yes, it, it hurts it hurts my heart massively to not see Delhi in the elite basketball mm. program in, in the world, but to see him actually showcasing what he can bring yeah, to, to that Melbourne United team, goodness me, I'm so glad um, we get to see that every single week. I'm just going to... Put another feeler out there. You, you tell me if you disagree with me. We've got Marco Bellinelli here. I think <laughs> Rome might be a deli lookalike almost. Oh, t- I, I wouldn't take I, that. That is the nicest thing Liam's ever said to me. <laughs> you would take that. I'd say yeah. that. I might, oh, I'm actually whirling up a little bit. That's, I, I feel like beautiful. we need to go back to the drawing board on this Bellinelli. No, part. that is 100% I'm, I'm, spot on. I really don't know about it. <laughs> Mate, look, I, I'm I, normally with you, but... I think since I've had a haircut, I, I think nah, we can almost... Sh- I've nah. shed that persona. Maybe you're Bellinelli with a fresh trim. Oh, there we go. I'll take it right over. <laughs> it's the I'll helmet take strap. It. It's the helmet strap oh. and it's the little moors. It's everything. Give me a fair go. <laughs> All right, lads. Well, we've ripped the odds and ends there. Uh, we're going to get into our international draft. Whilst yes. I do so, Lee's going to fire up the random generator for me. Okay, so. As per normal, our daily dribble rules, anything as a draft... 
We leave it to chance. You know, fortune favours the brave. For every single round. Every round. Yep. Um, how we're going to do it, Lee's going to fire up the generator, as I alluded to. So, you know, for all we know, I could get the number one pick in each round. I could get the number three pick. You wouldn't know. God, how sick would that be? We're going to start in the order of point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, centre. And then we're going to add a sixth man. It can be any player you like that's yes. left on the board just to round out our squad. Um, I, I did I did mention, I was almost thinking of adding in the little caveat that we can only choose one player from a, each particular nation, but we've scrapped that. So what we're going to do, we're going to pose out, we're going to have six players each at the end of it during, during the week. We're going to put up these squads. You let us know. Who has the best team? Who are you rolling with? You know, who who is your team? If you had to go into battle with these six players, mm-hmm. who you got? Roe, myself, or Lee? Yeah. We're looking forward to it. Oh, just give me one number one pick. That's well, all I so ask So how for. should we do this? I've got the number generator up. Should I press it? Say, Roe, you've got number. All right. Look at that. How's one, two, and three? Yeah. Done. The point guard round, the number one pick. You're a man of logic, One, two, three. Oh, you want me to write that down? No. Okay. <laughs> So, who gets the first pick? And the point guard round. Okay, we're having two. Also, that's you, but also, I'm going to go back on that. I don't think it should be the point guard round. I think it should be anyone. What what do you mean the point guard round? I wouldn't... I'd just go anyone. (laughs) You get to pick anyone in the draft, not just a point guard. Oh, is that how you... Yeah. Ah. Okay. Oh, he's throwing a spanner in the works. You don't you don't want to go by the by the positions. We each nah. pick a. Mm, no. Nah. Oh, okay. He's <laughs> thrown up an absolute. Well, you've still got the number one pick. What are you complaining about? Because now I'm scared as to what to do. Okay. <laughs> okay. Does me or Roe have the number two pick? Give it to me. I think, it's, I think it's me again. Like I, I'm just getting yeah, all the picks. This guy good. cannot run a random generator. Like, you've got, <laughs> mate, you've got the worst you program pro- you here. You try press generator. You've got then. the worst program <laughs> this here. Is, this is horrendous. This is hor- horrific. This is planning at its absolute finest. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my pick yeah, while okay, Lee sorts okay. it out. My, seen as you don't Lee, see this happen in the draft. <laughs> God damn! I tell you what, Adam Silver would be pulling. I was about to say that he'd be pulling hair out if he had me. Okay, it's working. So you've okay. got the number one. I've got number two. Okay, I'm happy followed by Row. Okay. Okay. So that took about three minutes. Now let's get into it. <laughs> so my bit. shooting guard is going to be Luka Doncic. Really? I've got to take him. Um, the number one pick, Luka Doncic. Rock him with me. Okay. In my power forward position, yeah. give me Giannis. Oh, dear. Now, did you, was it always going to be Giannis? Yeah, for you? that was my number one pick. It surprised me when you took Luka Doncic. I just have to, I know there's a lot of there's a lot of good quality big men, but I have to take him. I'll be going with Nikola Jokic at the centre position. Okay. Yeah. Wow, there you go. The big Serbian gets Rose number one nod. Ben sticks okay. up with that, with that third pick to begin with. Let's... Let's what do we got for round two, Lee? Round two. Who's going first? I am. Oh, I feel like you might not have hit generator. Yeah, I did. It, All right. Oh, round, and who's going second? The, uh, oh, you are? So it doesn't oh, work. It just, oh, this is rotten. This is horrible. This You're is... in all sorts here. <laughs> Lee, who is your number one pick for round two in the Daily Dribble International Draft? Round two. I am going to go for... And I'm going to do it. I, I need a juggernaut at my centre. I'm going for the one, probably the best defensive player in the league right now, Rudy Gobert. 
Okay, he's gone. Well, with... probably the Defensive Player of the Year. He'll be a three-time Defensive Player of the Year this if I he reckon. wins it this year, I believe. Mm, I reckon. Big just, man from France. Just quickly, just filling in the holes, do you think he will get it? Or would you have, I reckon, oh. Giannis and Draymond. Draymond dropping off with injury, but I reckon it's probably Rudy or, or Giannis at the moment. It's been Gobert's best year, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon, I reckon, he's, I reckon he's got it. I think so, and uh, probably as well he'll get a little more shine because a lot of effort will go to MVP for Giannis. Yep. Um, yeah, he's probably he's almost getting to the point where he's underrated now, isn't he, he Rudy is. Gobert? And he's been a bit better offensively as well. We've always... Which I like. I got oh, him so in my fantasy team now, and it's awesome. You just know you're getting about 15 and 15. Oh, God. That's, that's fantastic. That's been, that, that turned my fantasy season around. For the for the worst when I traded him to you for AD who little did I know was out for six weeks when I traded him that'll get you so mate that, that will get you. that's it, where so. seasons are, are made or or torn down I guess should have read the fine print but anyway Nick well I'm going to go to partner alongside Luka Doncic mm-hmm. I'm going to go from Cameroon maybe getting to the point where he could be almost MVP favorite at the yes. moment mm-hmm. Joel Embiid um, you know, he's playing arguably career best ball at the minute. Yep. What he's doing across the board in terms of scoring, he I think he I think he's run is it like a it's plus ten I believe plus ten games now thirty points or more. Yep, rebounding fantastically well as well as actually assisting and getting a few of these other players within the game, knowing that he can't do it all himself for a whole season. Yep. Um, since he's come back from COVID, there he's he's looked awesome. So, uh, Joel Embiid will be my centre. Good one. Now. Our third pick, I reckon I'm going to take the point guard position. Yep. Kyrie Irving. Oh, but, 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 yeah, no. but, but I don't I had think him this too. counts. Why? He's Australian. Oh, dearie me. Uh, Are okay. you telling me Kyrie Irving's not a point guard before James Harden gets I'm it? talking about uh, Australian. I don't think he's... He was he's... born in Australia. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. He's a national player. Yeah, for how many years? Like two? Two years? I, I, I had him on my list too, yeah. so I, I, I thought him, I thought he was fair have game. It, have it. You have type, it. You type in international players in, in Google and Kyrie Irving comes up on any so, list. So when, any list. Okay, so when you think of... Um, so, does Kyrie Irving and Paddy Mills have the same Australian pride to you? As an Australian? That's point. He's, He's an Australian player. Dual citizenship, mate. Uh, whatever. I, um, I give it to him. And yeah. did you see the, um, the note that came out during the week? He thinks he might be... Slowly working into his prime at the minute, he said. Mm. 30, oh, that's scary. thirty-one, isn't he? Yeah, thirty-one. Thirty-one, I believe yeah. he is now. But he, mm. you know, he has still got probably one of, if not the tightest handle yeah. in the league. His ball control is just—it's pure wizardry to watch. Oh, it is. Now, in my hypothetical team, Kyrie Irving plays away games as well, so just a little <laughs> nah, disclaimer. Home. So, so if you're okay, yep. No, I'm with you. I've got a better generator up, so we'll do this. <laughs> oh, round. About time. It only Thank took us three Christ. I did not generating <laughs> duties. Nick's <laughs> Nick's whipped that to me. You've, uh, you've got to step up here. It's okay. In the order it goes. Give us one. One, three, two. Okay. Okay. Uh, investigation into this random generator, I would have thought. <laughs> Three third picks in a row. Something no, you're, no, you're, you're, no, you're, you're second, pal. Okay, take it back. Take it back. Somebody already, get this guy the ambulance. <laughs> okay. All right, Lee, what have you got for us? Oh. Be- because international point guards and even shooting guards are pretty short-handed, I've got to go with a point guard. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take Shay, the all-round juggernaut. He's good at everything, this guy. I'm taking Shay Gilgis-Alexander. Okay. Right. There you go. A- a- again, for himself, another really fantastic season. He is... I mean, I- I- he I- took I- on the reins. Like, as soon as Chris Paul left, it was his team. Mm. And he's... 
I know they're pretty pretty bottom dwellers right now, but they're doing well. I, I keep toing and throwing whether or not I believe if he was on, say, a more competent team, whether he would be as good as a number one still. Um, he's I one of those guys. I just he? can't put my finger on it. He's looked like certainly not taking anything away. He's looked fantastic this season. Him and Giddy mm. together. Mm-hmm. I oh, I just don't know. But do you put ha- him in the same boat as like Dejounte Murray in that regard? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Another player who I don't know if he can lead a franchise to a playoffs. Yeah. You know, so. probably a really good number two to facilitate. Even though Shea's more of a scorer, there's a question I saw during the week. That's a good, <laughs> good little segue, right? Yeah. If you had to pick to build a franchise around at the moment, Shea or Murray, who would you take? I really love everything that Murray can do from a, from an offensive to a defensive end. Yep. Um, he's shown that he can lead a team. I would take um, Dejounte Murray. There you go, Lee. Mm, very hard one. I'd take. Don't sleep on him. I'd have to take Murray as well. I can't speak so highly of him and not take him, but the the fact that that was such a hard decision makes you know proves how how good of a player Shea is. I'm going to take Shea just because this year I think he's not only scoring, but I think he's facilitating has been a little bit better, not to the level of Murray, but I also give the fact that he's two years younger. Yeah, um, yeah. I give that some weight as well. So to start a franchise, and I think he's probably more marketable. Yeah, just he, if, if we were looking yeah, to start I mean, a franchise from that perspective, he's more flashy, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Whereas Murray's just meat Murray's and potatoes. You know exactly what you're getting. Right, it's, yeah. it's going to taste good, but <laughs> it's, it's gonna, not going to rock your world like Shay's. Uh, maybe a little, uh, little taco Shay's number. Shay's disaster. Uh, dessert. Dessert. Yeah, <laughs> I do love dessert. Yes. Roy, who have you got for your number two pick in the third round of the daily dribble draft? Number two pick. I'll go at my power forward position. Demontis Sabonis. Yeah, Sabbath. Good one. Now, oh, dearie me, he's he's probably had a down year in comparison to what we've been used to the last few years with Demontis Sabonis, but I think at his best, and I'm sure we'll see this eventually, whether he stay at the paces or most likely if he gets traded, I think he's going to get back to being that, you know, 22 and 12 type player who can dish the ball. He's mm. a really good passing yeah. big man. Um, so... I love Sabonis and very happy to have him at that PF position. Hmm. <laughs> this changes my little plans. As, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to take... Think about it. Wow, this is tough now. <laughs> this is really getting tough. I'm going to take it as my power forward. Yep. I truly believe he's still got superstar potential. He's shown it at flashes. And I, I love chemistry. Mm. Yes. I'm going to take Chris Stapp's Porzingis. Yeah. Okay. The Lithuanian. Um, I'm going to take just purely that, you know, him and Doncic coming along together. Yeah. They've got that... Uh, little combo. Little combo. You put Embiid with them. It's, it's some tall timber in this team, but mm. I think uh, Porzingis at plus seven feet, he's going to... Um, you know, really, uh, really help on the defensive end. Yeah. And uh, the only thing I get, the only thing I like as well is the fact both him and Embiid can shoot threes. Spread the know. floor. Spread the floor as big man. One can yep. one can stay out on the arc a little more, and one can just dominate in the paint. Probably more so Embiid. Um, but yeah, I like that. Porzingis is my number three. Mm. Lee, what have we got for the fourth round? Fourth. We, we're halfway through, lads. Fourth round, it's gonna go. Two, three, one. So Nick Rowe. Okay, okay. okay. He sounds very flat. Um, poor. Okay, I should probably look at taking now. So, so let's just rattle off our team so far. So I've got Shea, Giannis, and Gobert, which I'm happy with. So right. I'm running with Luka Doncic, Porzingis, and Embiid. And so far, I'm rocking with Kyrie Irving, Sabonis, and Nikola Jokic. 
Mm. Things get interesting now because mm. the the star, super star players are off the board and we're mm. having to dig a bit deeper. But oh. who do you reckon you'll go with with this pick, Nick? I'm gonna take now. You oh, this is oh, she's tough. This is tough. I'm gonna look at my other guard position mm. now. You. Uh, I'm uh, I'm weighing oh. up between two. I'm weighing up Don't between. Make the wrong decision, Nick. This is tough. I'm I'm really feeling pressure on this one. Oh, I'm gonna take with my fourth pick. Damn, this Do is it. hard. I'm just trying to think what my team needs. Yeah, yeah like you okay. can't just put all scoring. Yeah. No, like, I've got yeah, it. Okay. That's helped me clear it up. Just those little words of wisdom to myself. <laughs> I'm gonna take Jamal Murray. Right. Good one. As yeah. my other guard spot alongside Luka Doncic. Purely for the fact, just weighing up what my team needs. I've got some big guys. I want a crafty ball handler as well, but someone who's really capable from three. Yeah. Yep. Um, Murray, it's a shame we haven't seen him, you know, and I'm just having, uh, with injury this year, but I'm having flashbacks to Bubble Murray, watching yeah, him and Donovan yeah. Mitchell just cook for 50 each. Um, you know, he, he's got really high potential from Canada. Um, you know, I, I think he will be a nice addition to my team of four so far. Yeah. Oh. I know why you took a while to answer that time, Nick, because I'm looking at the players on my list and it's quite difficult. It's getting tough. Now, this one's going to be super controversial. Right. We love controversy I think at my small forward position. Oh, this is a tough position, this. I'm going with a guy who hasn't played this year. Okay. Alright, Murray. How's it? Oh, okay, yeah, but is he a small forward? Like, I know he can this play where one through five, but he's a point guard, a shooting guard. What? He's... Okay. Not a shooting guard. He's not a shooting guard. But I can... have Ben Simmons at my small forward position. Small forward? I tell you what, if, oh, I would more, oh, if you said power forward. Power forward? Oh, what, what do you reckon? It, it's, oh, a, it's majority oh. rules, isn't it? So if you think it's, I'll go to another You know it's funny because I was tossing up before I became to the voice of reason. I was tossing up between Murray and Simmons then. Right. Okay. Um, you can say no, and I'll go back to the drawing board. But power, yeah, power forward. No, small forward. Small forward. Yep. Nah. No. Oh no! Well, he's not that big, is he? He's six eight. Um. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I guess we're going to another big. Um... Oh no! You could. Oh. Nah, I'd say no because I I wouldn't have put him in the small forward. I didn't put him in. The okay, that's forward. fine. That's fine. My next pick, my sort of backup pick, I'll go with. First time All Star starter Andrew oh, Wiggins. Yeah, he was on I top have of mine too because I wanted him. <laughs> so did I. Andy Wiggins. That, now, I tell you what, that was a tough category. Oh, that was so tough. The I'm, other names that I had in there. Don't say because I might have them. Yeah. I don't want Lee to get ideas and take someone. Yeah, yeah, good, mm. good point actually. But um, no, very happy with Andrew Wiggins as my backup pick. But um, oh, that's yeah, okay. It's a tough one though, isn't it? Uh, it was a tough one. I nearly wanted to give it to you, but I just. No, I'm a man of people, so if the people... Could have almost given you small ball five. No, not really. Small ball five. No. Okay, Lee, you've got the third pick. The third pick. This is where it gets really hard for me because Mm. centres dominate internationally, I think. Like, I'm looking, I have so many centres and power forwards that just go go on for for, for days. But I'm going to throw... I'm going to throw a spanner in the works. I you did your combo with Luka Doncic and Chris Stapps. Yep. Bring my boy Josh Giddy into my team. I need some oh. passing and I'm doing it. And he's, Wait, he's give me your team so far. Shay, now it's gonna be Giddy, Josh Giddy, Giannis and Gobert. Wait for those sweet, sweet dimes from Giddy to Giannis. Wait to have one guy who's shooting from three. No, I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> no, I like I'm it. Uh, he he was on my list as well. 
Um, yeah, it was tough though. I again in that in that guard position, looking between Giddy and Simmons. Yeah, oh, I had to err on Simmons' side just mm. for that experience and that probably that. Give it a few years. Give so. it a few years. Absolutely, oh. taking nothing away from my boy, just Giddy. Good pick though. Good pick. Tough. Tough pick. What do we got for the fifth round? We've got two to go, the penultimate round. For the fifth round. Oh, this is so you, tough. You need a one here. You haven't had oh, a one give yet. Give us a one, surely. Two, three, one. Jeez, so. he's a, saving the best till last for so. you, Cobber. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to go in the small forward position. I was, I was looking. I just, I was looking at Evan Fournier. And I just, oh, couldn't I just couldn't no. bring myself to do it. No. I just couldn't. He'll be giving and you 21 night and three points the next. I just Can't couldn't do it. it. Therefore, I've had to go from Serbia. Bojan Bogdanovic. Yeah, um, you know, again, just that absolute threat from the outside. I think I've got enough big men. I've got Luca who can get crafty in the paint. Even Jamal Murray. Yep. I think he's going to add some just that real surefire shooting for my team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he doesn't have to be a star on the team. He's just, he's got to be almost like a PJ Tucker for the Heat, and as he was for the Bucks last year, just spot up in the corner for me, brother. Again, he's the meat and meat and potatoes type of player. He's not flashy. Don't need much. Looks like a mid-level accountant, but he's just not going to be that superstar. But he does the job for you. Punching in digits all day, shooting hoops at yep. night. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Right, he's yeah. my fifth pick, bro. Oh, so I've got the shooting guard position to go. Um, again, options are running out at a rate of knots. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, I think I'll go with, and I wanted him on on my sixth man because I thought he brought a lot of electricity, but I think I'll go with Bud Heald. Yeah. I think I'll go with Buddy Bud Heald. Bud. Isn't he from, like, the Bahamas? I think yep. I thought yeah, when I was I doing my so. notes. Yeah, yeah. The I Bahamas. Actually, I was actually quite surprised to see that. I honestly didn't know that Buddy Heald was, was um, an international player, but... Um, yeah, you know, ideally would have loved him off the bench. Happy to have him on for another scoring option. Just sit at the three. Don't even move. Mm-hmm. Don't even get back on defense. Just sit yeah. at the three. Don't get back on D. No, no. no. Wait, Doesn't who you got? Who have you got? You've got Rudy. Uh, I've got. No, I've got. You got Rudy. Sorry, I got Jokic. Jokic will be lumbering. No, down. slow us. Lumbering <laughs> back. Andy Wiggins will be easy. Yeah, good he's good Um, Kyrie depends if it's an away game or home oh, game. We won't oh, have any idea. Oh. No, no, you can just... Uh, You're in trouble on the defensive end. <laughs> no. Kari Jokic lumbering back. Bud Hill, who you've said, don't get back, mate. You just you just stand there. She's going to be like a five <laughs> on three. Five on three. Offense always, good offense always, please. Good defense. They'll be, they'll be putting up points like the Hornets did the other day. It'll be day, an just, all-star game out there. Jeez. There you go. That's a little surprise pick. Here's yep. my question. Mm. Can I can I jump in my sixth man now? Yeah, I suppose oh. so. Is that all right? Okay. Oh, I, I, I have. Have you? I haven't. Okay. I'm saving it for the last round. You can what? if you want. Though. You you put the little note on it that we're doing. Just okay. Chaos I'm, ball. Here. I'm gonna put my six man in, <laughs> right. and I'm gonna put in my six man um, Pascal Siakam because he's too good not to have in anyone's team. So Damn. He's yeah. going in my six man. Um, yeah, Pascal. Ah, oh, that was who I, I wish I'd have said no because I was really trying to jag him for my six man. <laughs> Uh, bugger. Okay. Well, that takes us to the last and final round. Yep. And then we'll recount our teams. What have you got, Lee, for the last round of the Daily Dribble International Draft? The number one pick goes to me. And then me, and then Ray. Oh. Mate, you, just, just quickly, like, you know, <laughs> like, this is, um, you know, I've seen some bad beatings in my time, but you've really been stooged to the umpteenth degree. Not one number one pick in six rounds. <laughs> I think we honestly need an internal investigation into this. This I has been an so. absolute joke from day dot. You could argue and that Lee could be off 
off uh, off duties next time. Oh, God. Yeah, you do it. I don't want to have the duties. (laughs) Well, there you go. That's awesome for me. Um, It's it's troubling just for the fact that all the players I had jotted down that I was trying to nab have just about been taken. I am going to take, though... I'm going to continue my trend of big men. Right. Big men that can shoot. I worry that maybe Porzingis, you know, MB, they've had histories of injuries. So I want a really suitable replacement. Hit it. Oh, do I want him, actually? I'm just thinking. <laughs> he's, he's been up and down all season. Uh, I've got to go with Vooch. Big yeah, Vooch. Big Vooch. Big Nicola Vooch. Yeah. Um, Imagine Vooch coming off the bench. That's a quality big man. As a big man, he's just someone who I think, again, that ability to stroke it from outside for three, probably he's had maybe a little bit of a down season. He's had a bit of a brighter patch in the last few weeks, but probably one of the, before going to the Bulls, one of the most sought-after big men, just for his ability to kind of do a bit of everything. So I think he'll be a really suitable replacement. I'm backing Luca. Murray, these boys to run out of game. Mm-hmm. And just there, uh, Vooch just filling in, taking some minutes up for Porzingis and uh, Big MB to get some rest there. So, yeah, I like that. Happy with that. I need a small forward and I need some shooting. And there's two names I'm looking at right now. But, oh God. Now, I just need a shooter. And for this reason, I'm going back home and bringing Joe Ingles into the team. Jingle Jingles. Bells. Jingle Bells at small forward. Getting some old legs in there. <laughs> it, was, it was either Jingle Bells or it was either Bogdan Bogdanovich, but you got to go to your roots and go Jingle. What a patriotic team this is. It's nothing patriotic about losing here in Australia, <laughs> is there? No. He's gone with the... Um, the hometown hero. Yeah. Geez, don't mind it. I don't mind it. Jingles is good for team chemistry, I feel. Yes. But he's not. you're not going to get a heap out of him in terms of... And I guess that fact, he's doing a bit, been doing a bit of mentoring to Josh Giddy. Yeah. Maybe he's so, there for a coaching role. I tell you what, you're down to five. There you go. No subs. Run it out, yes. boys. Good work. Ro, um, you've look, got the final pick in the draft. Oh, Who have you gee, got for us? This, your, your sixth man, is it? Yeah, sixth man. This is tough because there's a lot of good centers actually still on the board, but I'm so not sure. A lot sure, of good tall timber. I'm not sure I want a center coming off my bench yeah, necessarily. Um Look, I'm going to go with a guy who I'm certain will bring a spark off the bench. Hometown hero. Just absolute gun yeah, for the boomers. Yeah. Paddy Mills. Yeah. I can just envisage him coming off the bench. 20 a night. Ooh. Coming in for... I reckon he and Buddy Hield can share the responsibilities. Those games that Kyrie doesn't want to play, starting point guard. That's fine. We've shown that he... He's shown that he, he can... Has done it. He can perform when, when Kyrie's out. So, I think Paddy Mills off the bench. Round out your team. That's well, going with. Jeez, well, there you go. That rounds out the daily dribble draft. Let's quickly... We'll hear your opinions, guys, during the week. Round out. Let's. We'll just do a quick little grading ourselves of each each team. Okay. Lee, we'll do all three teams, and we'll see who we think's got the best. Yeah, right. And and uh, when people make teams, they just put full force power into the team. Like, oh, I need this much shooting. Like, it's always so much shooting um, or scoring. But I think my team's pretty well rounded out. So you really try and build it and sell us on it. The guards, we've got the combo of Shay, you're just Alexander and Josh Yiddy. Um, yep. The small forward, I've got Joe Ingles, who's probably the weak point of the team, but you need some weak points. Um, Do you? What? You need some... <laughs> that's, that's a horrible... Not, not that you need weak points, but you can you can allow for some weak points when you've got, at my power forward Quite spot, that. power forward spot, Giannis Antetokounmpo, probably the best player in the league right now, in my opinion. I think you've shot yourself and, in the foot, mate. Uh, and Rudy Gobert. 
oh, wow. um, at center, and six man Pascal Siakam coming in. <laughs> yeah, nah, oh, that's quite. Cool. <laughs> he's already written his team off. There's holes, in the, holes in the armor there. So, so you're saying just because Joe Ingles is on my team that, that it's not a good team anymore? The, the coach has already said there's weak points, <laughs> and they're just going to attack it now. Yeah, I've got, I've got Giannis and Rudy Gobert on my team, and Shay. Like, <laughs> don't go after them. Go after the weak point. No, whatever. Oh, my man. team in the backcourt consists of Luka Doncic and Jamal Murray. Uh, right. Rounding out the front three, I've got Bojan Bogdanovic, Kristaps Porzingis, Joel Embiid, and coming off the bench, some tall timbers, a bit of shooting in Nikola Vucevic. Okay, don't mind it, don't mind it. But the team of the draft, in my opinion, Kyrie Irving, yep. Buddy Heald, Andrew Wiggins, DeMontis Sabonis, Nikola Jokic, and coming mm. off the bench for that spark, Patrick Mills from Australia. I think that's a pretty well-rounded team. Now let's let's have some real talk, real quick here. Biased opinion, but I'm going. I'm I'm going with my team. Lee's already already. I feel just about throwing the towel in. But on I his haven't. Team. You're just saying like I can say Bojan Bogdanovic is your weak point. I'm just being Ab- honest. Absolutely I'm, I'm not. saying Joe Ingles is my weak point because I'm being honest. You're not being honest in I'm, saying Bojan Bogdanovic is your weak point. I'm, He's doing nothing on your team. I, I, There's people that are going to do more and people that are going to do less. Joe Ingles is going to do less. But are you forgetting that I have Giannis on my team and Rudy Gobert? Like, the the backcourt combo of Shea and Josh Giddy hasn't yielded wins this season. Hasn't as yielded wins. Wait till you, you have Giannis on your team as well. It's because Josh Giddy has no one to pass to. Have you seen that compilation of Josh Giddy passing to people and then just <laughs> flunking his shots? Giannis is going to convert on those shots that Polkavetsi can't convert here. on. I'll tell you what, how much ego and pride is coming out of this? And <laughs> I've got you, you get away. coming off my bench. Who have you got coming off your bench? i got Big Vooch. You don't get off scot-free either, bro. Why don't I get off scot-free? I'm worried about your defensive ends. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> there's no... There's no... There's no... Um, I, I worry that Bud Hield is going to be just... A lost soul. No, I'm going to coach him defensively. <laughs> like you can always, get him guys. doing drills, Coach <laughs> Carter. Just to the baseline. He's still, he's still young, bud. I reckon he's got years to go. Yeah. What is he? Twenty-seven. Thirty-one. Yeah, he's young. No. Yeah, no, no. Isn't he old? <laughs> no. I feel young. like he's older he's than old what he is. I, I'm rocking with my boys. I think I've got a good combination of outside shooting, yeah. interior presence on the defensive and offensive end. As well as uh, some, some crafty... Get the team up. You want to pick some help? I've already picked out your weak we're, points. We've got Luka Doncic, Jamal Murray. Plenty of shooting, plenty of ball handling. We've got Bogdanovich. Yeah, you, you skimmed over that one real quick. Well, I mean, we've got Bogdanovich. No, no, no. And also, I, I, we've mate, got... He, he, all he needs to do for me is be a shooter. As does get, Joe get, Ingles. Get, you can't say that back, as your argument. Get back and be a body on the defensive end. He's been more than capable for the Jazz this year. On both ends of the floor... <sighs> Embiid being an absolute menace, probably the front runner for MVP at the moment, and Big Vooch being able to fill in when Porzingis potentially gets a bit tired from knocking down so many threes. Right. There you have it. <laughs> Guys. Everyone's well, just going to back their team. They're going to back. You have to. You have to. But what the main thing is, is we want to hear from you guys. Hit yeah. us up. We'll have posts during the week on our socials. Let us know whose team you think was best. Mm. We're um, we're certainly looking forward to hearing because I know all of our egos really need a bit of a boost at the moment, mine in particular. Um, so be sure to let us know, guys. We would love to hear from you. You guys are what make the show. So big thank you. Hit us up. Let us know. I had fun doing that. Yeah, International that was, draft. That was right. good. That was as heated as it's yeah, ever gotten in this room. I'm strength. sweating. Lee's, um, Lee's, uh, Lee's oh, on a, a man on a mission. Don't attack my small forward position with Joe Ingles <laughs> if you've got Bo- Bojan Bogdanovic. And you, the, how- who, who would you... So if you had to just... Regardless of our draft, yeah. if you had to take one of them at the minute for a team, 
Who would you take? Take an Aussie pride, Joe Ingles. Right? Um, yeah, look, I'd t- I'm taking Joe Ingles as well for the simple fact that Bogdanovich got me minus five fantasy <laughs> points today. So uh-huh. what can I say? He's in my shit, shit list. There you have it. I'll, I'll take him. I just think Sorry. he can do a little more well-rounded. Okay. Whereas Ingles just a spot-up shooter. But nevertheless, had a good time doing that, lads. Let's just go through quickly the week that was. Just a oh, couple yeah. of quick points to round out here that... I took note of during the week. The cool down. The cool down. Yeah, let's let's simmer down. Let's simmer down. Radio. Oh. I'm, it's quite hot, actually. Mm, it is quite hot in here. It's a little like a little Asian sweatshop, but we love <laughs> it. Um, guys, the kind of the conversation came up once again during the week. After beating the Wizards one sixteen to eighty seven, Jason Tatum in this game dropped fifty one points, ten rebounds, seven assists. Big win, as I mentioned. Yep. Came came the question again in multiple NBA circles, and myself, I was asking like. And as a resident Celtics fan, bro, mm. like, who are you taking? It's a question we keep coming back to. Is it Brown or Tatum? Like, if you had to pick one. Oh, look, it's really dependent. Like, I've always said Jason Tatum when I'm comparing those two. But mm-hmm. it's really dependent on, I don't know, I think a lot of recency bias almost goes into it because, you know, one week Jalen Brown will be out there knocking down 50 and having a few 30-point games. And then Jason Tatum looks like he's the second coming of Kobe Bryant. Mm. It's really hard to separate the two sometimes because there seems to be a little bit of inconsistency in terms of getting them to play well at the same time. Yep. Um, But I reckon if I'm taking one of those, I'm taking Jason Tatum. But goodness me, Jalen Brown showed out at times this year as well. I Just quickly before you go, Lee, I kind of feel like Tatum's ceiling might be higher, yeah. but his floor is also lower. Yeah. I think he's got more of a range where I think Brown is going to be more like he's more consistent. He yeah. might not drop 50 points, you know, a couple of times a year or whatever the case may be, but I think he's going to sit in that nice zone a little bit more, right. not have as yeah. many kind of six point games and things of the kind. So you're taking Jalen over Tatum? Or I what? would at the moment. Right. And, and okay. it's such an ever evolving question with those two, but I would take him at the minute. Just yeah. I think he's had a phenomenal year. Really, really good year. Yep. And without being able to be actually like predict the future, um, it's hard to it's hard to just pick one of them. I remember when we were debating whether we'd take Ben Simmons and Joel or Joel Embiid. And well, um, hasn't that aged well? Didn't we both all say Simmons? Yeah, we did. I oh, think I did. I know I did. Let's preface but, it. That was like four years ago. It feels like. But, but my point is they were at similar similar skill set levels, which um, Jason Tatum and Jalen um, Brown are on now. Yeah. But if I'm looking at who I'd rather build a team around right now, it'd be Jason Tatum. But to add on to that, which no one really adds to would you take this person or this person conversations, mm-hmm. is it's very dependent on the team they have around them as well. Like, I, like dep- it depends where they're going and what team they're leaving. So far, I'd take Brown. I think almost just for the fact Tatum looks... At times, almost like there's so much hero ball. Like, it's either him, he's going to fall on his sword and die, or he's mm. going to be a hero and score 50 points, mm. as in this game. Like, his playmaking, I think, has decreased this year. Yeah. Um, which kind of stood out a little bit. The problem with those two, and I guess the problem with the Celtics in general, is the fact that they're so reliant on those mm. two. Absolutely. Um, you know, any given night, we'll see those guys as, the, as you said, they'll be playing hero ball. It'll be a lot of ISO ball. And um, it's just, it, it just sort of begs the question, doesn't it? Will those two be able to coexist going forward? And based off everything we've seen so far, I would probably say no long term. No, just um, because, that, like, as young as they both are, they've had that tandem now. And this kind of iteration of the team for a while now. You know, they've made the conference semi-finals, things of the kind, but they're just 
almost like they've been better in recent weeks, no doubt about it, but just in years previous seem to be regressing a little yeah. bit, even yeah. in their overall roster construction. Um, but nevertheless, on the Wizards, though, after what, you know, that blowout loss to the mm. Celtics, how's this? They blew a 35-point lead oh. to the Clippers. Mm. They're making real uh, real habit as well from coming back of big deficits to Clippers. Mm. But Lukey Kennard, two oh. seconds to go, four-point play. Now, how's this? Just quickly, the four-point play won them the game. Yeah. The Wizards were up eight points with 35 <laughs> seconds to go. Like, you have oh. to literally be trying to give a game away. They had the, the five-second turnover. Mm. And, like, that is just absolutely disgusting. And it's hard to believe this team was the number one seed for a while there. Mm. They've fallen very, very quickly off a cliff. That's well, off a cliff. When people think of recency bias, they need to remember um, their downfall this season because I remember at the start of the season, I even was saying, like, geez, I can almost see them going the length and that was oh, so did I and that was without Bradley Bill because we were waiting yeah. for him to come back and really carry things but he's mm. almost yeah, as much as I hate to say it hurt them yeah he has um, and when you you asked me a couple like when they were on that hot run do you miss them and I said a little bit but <laughs> imagine now, how flat you'd be yeah, I know. losing I'd be very this game flat. I reckon a guy who needs to go who I've massively overrated coming into this season I thought greater responsibility mm. I thought he was going to be really impressive this year Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm. I'm not high on this guy at all, to be perfectly honest with you. He's slipped down your your yeah. favourable list. Well, given the fact that I thought, oh, maybe with an increased role, um, you know, I think... And we saw what he could do when he was leading the Brooklyn Nets when yeah. those other guys were out. But he's just been massively disappointing. I don't think he really has provided much for them so mm. far. Um, so I don't know if he's, if it, you know, he's likely to be there long term. Mm. Um what a horrible loss, though. Like, that is just, like, you would be 35 points up and you've gone on to lose that. Like, I know the NBA twists and turns so quickly in any given game. Like, a 20-point lead can, lead can be kind of just evaporated very quickly. But 35 points up, you're eight points up with 35 seconds to go. It's just, you can't forgive that. Like, Do you know if it was a... Was it home game or away game? I believe it was a home game. Imagine yeah. that. I believe. You don't do that at home. Uh, Lukey Kennard, biggest shot home. of his career. Four-point four play. Do you know the other thing, though, that I'm thinking of? Like, the fact that, yes, it, it's such an awful loss, but that's the kind of thing that scars you going forward. They will not feel safe in any game going forward yeah. this year. Yep. Muscle they'll, memory, isn't they it? They might be up 25 and they'll still have that little thing in the back of their head that said, look, we're not certainties to win this game. Hopefully it's a turning point for them and they don't make the same mistake. But in disguise where they're like, oh, God, no, nothing's safe. We they need to get off. their season back on track quickly because they're falling into the play-in and we've got the Hawks who are on a tear as of late yeah, yep. and Knicks competing for that stop. They, they could well find themselves not even within the play-in after being the number one seed, mm. which would just be catastrophic. Oh, it'd be a nightmare. Um, so interested to see how that unfolds. We saw during the week, now he sat out the last uh, last two games, I believe, um, but we saw the return of AD during the week versus the Nets. The Lakers winning that one 106-96. to We saw, like, LeBron sat out as well, but we saw kind of what we were hoping this team would be. That hustle, yep. you know, AD on the defensive end, he, he had a minutes restriction there, didn't play too much, but they just looked like the team we hoped they would be. Um, LeBron, did you see that play, like the back-to-back steals? Yeah, that was Unbelievable. That was massive. Um, it was a good win. They've kind of dropped two on the trot now, which is less than ideal. But, um, yeah, it's good to see AD back. Hopefully, this is where they can launch their season. I really hope. I wouldn't write them off yet, but, you know, after their loss to the Hornets today, um, 
They're a frustrating team. They isn't, really are. But... Isn't it funny, though, both of those games have lost without LeBron James, this most recent one without AD. So it's really going to take particularly LeBron, but AD as well, for yeah. them to be able to, you know, go to the really pointy end of the year. I'm still very sceptical. Big mountain I, to climb. Yeah, it's a massive mm. mountain. And we haven't seen we haven't seen the Lakers um, at full strength hardly at all this year. Yep. So, you know, they're going to have to show that they can string it all together at the right time of the year or else they're not going to make any noise. And I think something else they need to do is, and this is what I'm wanting for from them, is just to prove themselves a bit more. Because they really are the laughing stock of the league right now. I'd just love for them to turn some heads, especially my head, and say, no, we, especially we, are, yours. we are dangerous and we can do some damage. Because right now, I'm uh, uh, like, we Hornets won against them today. I'm not scared of the Lakers. I I wish, but, yeah. you know, granted, without AD and LeBron, you only got up by three points. <laughs> I'm just, Nick says get get off your high um, horse, Lee. <laughs> but do you think other teams in the league like they know what LeBron's capable yeah. of? AD, seeing what Russ can do, you'd still be wary of them, wouldn't you? Yeah, they're a dangerous lurker, but I still think they they need to prove themselves first before before they start going on a sp- sp- supposed run. <laughs> What's that one? Just for the s- supposed. Come again, one more time. Supposed. There you go. That's like it. Yeah, absolutely. They've got a lot of proving to do. Big second half of the season coming up, guys. We've had an absolute blast today. We Dribble love- 20. Dribble 20, manscaped.com. Guys, you know, we really appreciate your support on that front. Do it for us, but do it for you. Like, yeah. I just speaking with you, Lee, and I think yourself, Ro, you're like, my balls are looking great. <laughs> yeah. They're feeling great. They're smelling great. Yeah. You know, happy days with Manscaped, guys. Use our code yeah. Dribble20 at manscaped.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and do your balls a favour. Oh, and as we were mentioning before, this bad boy is going to be your saviour. Um, kind of blending into your black top there, but the, uh, the weed up. whacker. Weird the whacker. weed whacker. Get Take control of your nose. I mean, goodness me, you look absolutely awful when you've got hair. Separates the boys to men. You don't not, only, be... not only that, but it clears the airways as well. You think boys are clearing it? No, no it's, it's hair. Hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I tell you what, I'm looking forward to We're We're hoping it'll be next I week imagine. that we have the old Roadcaster Pro. Uh, it's and just... our mics. We're going to have a mic each, so... It's Hopefully next gonna, week. We're, we're all going to sound equal. It's going to be phenomenal. We've, you know, as we said, we've invested a bit of a bit of cash, a bit of time into ourselves. So we, we bit, really appreciate, yeah, just uh, bank balance, seen better man. days. <laughs> but, um, you know, we appreciate you guys sticking with us, you know, at times the audio, the video, the video mightn't yeah. have been that great, but we're, we're looking to take things to the next level. Got a lot of things going on behind the scenes as well. Potential partnerships, growing, things of the kind. There's big things happening Every day here at Daily Dribble HQ. Yep. Guys, help us out. Be sure to check out the podcast wherever you listen to the show. Subscribe. Check out the socials, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Daily Dribble. We're on them all. Yep. You know, that was... I reckon we've covered all. Covered them all. (laughs) Covered it. And use that Manscaped code. Guys, big episode coming in next week, hopefully with some new flashy equipment. We can't wait to record then. Till then, though, love you. Bye.